You're listening to Always Open number 131. If you hear something you'd like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. another episode of Always Open. I think this is episode three of season 10. Oh, it's crazy. Wow. I'm your host, Barbara Dunkelman, and I'm joined by some beautiful boys and girls. Hello, I'm Trevor. There's probably a thing right there. Sure is. Read it, and it's my name. <laughs> my name is Alfredo. Two time. Idiot. And I'm Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Taking, taking Mariel's spot today. Yeah, so this is going to be the last episode we record in the studio. Mm -hmm. um, Austin is about to issue a shelter in place um, for the whole city, so we are all going to be working from home. Mariel is still in quarantine because mm -hmm. her girlfriend traveled recently, so she has to stay home, which is why she's not joining us again this week. She'll be back next time from a webcam at her house, <laughs> as we all will. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. Oh, i got to use a coaster. Hello, hello. How are you? Interesting time. Very interesting time. How are you guys feeling? Um, well, we tried to stay in office and record as much as we could until we were forced to go home. So now that we're being forced to go home, we, you know, spent the last couple of weeks trying to figure out like, hey, you know, this is probably going to happen. So what can we do? What is recording and streaming from home look like? So I think yeah. we're pretty set. Yeah. You're in a good place. Yeah. I think the good thing about what we do is that pretty much 99% of the industry does it from home. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. they're all individuals that do it from their bedrooms mm -hmm. or their office or whatever. And yeah. so like, it's just kind of, the unfortunate part is that we're gonna all gonna be away and so we can't all be in the room and chatting and coming up with ideas, but it should, it should be fine. We're gonna come out of this so tech savvy. Oh, for sure. It's not even funny. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. This whole thing's gonna highlight all of our infrastructure problems, all of the net problems. Mm -hmm. all, like it's gonna force creativity. So we're gonna have like a huge baby boom after this. We're gonna have a huge like, uh, like movies and books are gonna come flying out of here. Yeah. I made so. sure my birth control was renewed. Me too. No babies, Me too. no COVID babies for us. Yeah. What do you think they're gonna be called? The Co quarantines. Quarantines? Well, when they get older. Co cove kids. The cove kids. Cove, cove kids. Because oh. it's like baby boomers, right? Like yeah. there's yeah. gonna be in December. It'll be like, cove up. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. Say to each other when they know. And they're gonna be all like marred yeah. from the virus. Oh, oh, that's bad. What a horrible time to I know, come into right? the world. Yeah. I just like I can't imagine someone getting into a more established place in their life during this time. Oh, yeah. And like, depending on how long this is going to go on for, like having to deal with this. Yeah. My, period of time. my brother is planning a wedding right now for August and he, their vendor, like their um, photographer that's supposed to take their engagement photos just canceled on them. <sighs> and they're going to meet with their wedding planner, I think this, sometime this week, just to talk about like, I just feel so bad for him. I know. It's like, you know, they're excited. They set the date. They're going to get married. But now I, we, none of us know what's going to happen. I know. Mm -hmm. Or if it's going yeah. to, if it's going to happen. Yeah. There's a lot of events and conventions that have postponed until August or even July for some of them. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. Who knows what things are going to be like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so wild. for this episode, because obviously things are crazy and we all know what's going on right now with COVID-19, coronavirus. Um, I thought it'd be cool to talk about living with people and how that experience is going since we all live with people, Trevor and I live together. <laughs> yep. So we actually are going to start things off with a box of issues question okay. related to this. <clears throat> this one comes from Ricky and Ricky writes, I'm currently in a long term relationship that is going on five years. I'm 23 and my significant other is 25 and wants to be married before moving in together. Every time other people hear about the marriage topic, they say it's too early, especially if we haven't lived together. I feel like I want to grow and experience life with her, and if the next step is marriage, then I want to take it. Am I being naive thinking like that? Ricky. Hmm. Thoughts, hmm. my friends. Well, the thing that stands out to me, and you and I have talked about it, is moving in and marriage, and the order with which you should do that. And Obviously, I haven't lived all the lives of people that married and then moved in. I'm sure there's so many people that that's fine with. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, you what you don't want to have happen 
is a situation where you're married to somebody, but you have never lived with them. And so you're unfamiliar with the nuances of yeah. that person's personality or the way they live or whatever. And that's another part of that person that you need to connect with. Mm -hmm. um, and that could be, there could be a total disconnect with the way the, your significant other lives, you know? Mm -hmm. you, you just don't know until you uh, do it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's completely feasible to get married then move in with each other. But for most, I would suggest moving in with each other first because mm -hmm. there's so much that you learn to love and learn to put up with <laughs> with the significant other. And um, if you if it's worth it yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a whole different experience and a whole it's a big step in the relationship. Yeah. Um now some people are would are you know, completely capable of pulling that off, but I feel like those are the type of couples that need to have patience understanding and a truckload of communication. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. I personally would advise against getting married before living together, at least for some period of time. Uh, because I feel like once you live with someone, that's when you see the absolute truest form of that person. Oh. And like, are they clean? Are they messy? Uh, is that something you could put up with if they are one way or the other and you're not? Uh, do they do the dishes? Do they clean up after themselves do they make weird noises when they sleep or when they chew or like all these little things that are going to probably end up bothering you that you probably want to know before you get into a lifelong situation oh yeah in my opinion my brother again he he's religious and so he is choosing to not move in with his girl uh fiance uh, before marriage and I've asked him these questions. I'm just like, how do you know? Because I've been with my boyfriend Devin for Five years in May That's and so we just moved in with weird. each other last May So we were together not living together for about four years. And yeah. people were like, why haven't you moved in with each other? And we're just like, oh, we're just, you know, taking it easy, but Although most things have remained the same, I we have learned a lot about each other. Uh, you know, you would think after being with somebody for four years, you're like, okay, we know each other well. But once we moved in, he farts more than I thought he farted. <laughs> like you know, just like all the things. All Fart do. more than yeah. he thought you farted. Yeah, we all do. He, he knows I that have about been me. Farted on, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've definitely learned a lot, and um, in my brother's case, he's just like, you know, it'll it'll work if it if if it's supposed to work Have regardless. They, so. Do they live together, your brother? They don't because in oh, because right, religious, right. they can't do that until marriage. Yeah, again, it's like, it's everyone's personal preference and like whatever they feel comfortable yeah. doing, but like, man, I don't think I could ever be with someone for the rest of my life without living. It's like them. a trial period kind of, like, yeah. Yeah. are we gonna do this? I, I, can, I can see it in that way that, um, some people might envision like part of marriage is that then that challenge uh -huh. of like, yep. if you face that, if it's smooth, it's like, yep. cool, fine, move past it. If it becomes a challenge, then that's something to work like through. Yep. And because you know who this person is and you know what, it, it. what they're <clears throat> worth. And, and so it's worth that challenge. So, yep. so I can totally envision per, like, kind of like what, what Alfredo was saying, like that it works for some people. Mm -hmm. um, my inclination is, is kind of like what you're saying. Um, but I think another element of what they were talking about is the ages, like 23 and 25. Yeah. Mm. And some people saying that, or he was, he or she, sorry. They were saying. It's Ricky, so. Okay. Ricky was saying that they they weren't sure if um, if they were underthinking this or overthinking this. And I can super sympathize with that because I've, I've thought about that very same mm -hmm. question. Like, this seems like easy right now, but everyone's telling me it's a big deal moving yeah. in with somebody or whatever. Yeah. And so like. And you, so you learn, but I, I definitely know that just even since being 23 or 25, that I have, as a person have changed. Oh God. And what, yeah. and I, and I watched over, like you have this vision of what you're looking for in life, your kind of immediate goals and your long-term goals. And they kind of cycle through like as you progress. And, and so I didn't really find myself looking for like a long, long-term relationship, I guess. Like it didn't be like, okay, now I need to like marry or yeah. now and like I'm getting close to like that Especially marriage family kids age as this being the next step in their relationship to go from dating to getting married yeah instead of dating yeah. to living together to mm -hmm. then getting married mm -hmm. to me that seems like a much more digestible 
yeah. transition yeah. rather than going from dating to being married and then all of a sudden you're married and living together and you're that young. Yeah. yeah. I guess what I was trying to say is that I, there was definitely a spot where I realized like, okay, I am ready for like a, a marriage type relationship that is like can end in that versus like, okay, we're still dating. Like, I guess there, there was just a... Uh, are know. you proposing right now to me? I, listen oh here, listen God. here. This is a personal goal. It's, oh, it's happening. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he seems a bit unsure about if marriage is the is the proper next step. And I guess I'm trying to say in a very terrible way that at some <laughs> point in my mind it clicked. Like, okay, no, that does make sense as a next step for this person that I'm because seeing. But when also, you, as I opposed have to, say, to just you, dating. You bring up a good point because that pro you probably had that click because you're with the right person. Like I have been in mm. a few previous relationships and I've never felt that feeling until the current one that mm -hmm. I'm in now to mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, I actually all of a sudden, all the walls and fear and whatever it was that I was afraid of for the longest time. My parents are also divorced, so there's there's shit that comes with that too. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't feel that anymore with my boyfriend because I'm like, this just feels right. And I'm sure that yeah. clicked for you. You're just like, oh, I'm with this person. It and maybe clicked. it clicks for them. Yeah. I mean, if he, but you're right. He sounds a little unsure. And I just wonder if I, that's. It seems like Ricky is worried more about other people's opinion mm. of his situation or of their situation um, than their own feelings. And again, like if you want to get married, Power to you, just yeah. know it's like a huge commitment. Um, and if that is like an ultimatum for taking the next step with um, your partner, maybe rethink that. <laughs> like I don't think being like, oh, the next step is marriage. And if you don't want to do that, then this yeah. is over. That should never be the case. Also, you don't have to rush it. Yeah, yeah. for like, sure. There's no pressure, for just sure. take your time. Yeah. I, I think the, the key thing you said yourself, Ricky, is that you, you want to experience life with this person. And I think just chase that. Yeah, I think that's just focus on that and experience life with this person. Um, if it means traveling, if it means challenging yourself and each other into new hobbies or new experiences, like do that. And then along the way, you will continue to learn about yourself and the other person. And you might find, hey, uh, marriage is super making sense to both of us right now. Mm -hmm. And and so like it, you're looking macro picture, but I think you're still like learning the finer details mm -hmm. and uh, and these things will kind of fall out naturally. How long have you been you and Jackie been together? 5 years in May. Oh, oh my god. Uh, awesome. How cute. I didn't realize it's been that long. Yeah, it's been it's been a while we like look back and realize it was you know 5 years and we moved in with each other almost instantly. Yeah. Um cuz we just knew that we wanted to be together. We knew mm -hmm. that we both wanted a long uh committed relationship and very quickly we got we got to the point where we we're just like Okay, we're in this because we want the you know the whole nine yards, and so mm -hmm. let's just commit to the next step, which was living together. Have you, been, have you lived with anyone else before, or is she your first? Uh, I have. You have. Okay. Yeah, and and it's to me, it was never like a big thing, like living with somebody. Man, you and me are the total opposites. Trevor's the first boyfriend I've ever lived with. Same here. Um, really? Yeah, you're the first person I've ever lived with, actually, other than my family. And Jack. I lived with Jack for a month when I moved to Austin. That's cute. My shirt was making me look like I had a gut or something Jack. going on. I'm going to move this pill out of the way. Can confirm he doesn't have a gut. There's no gut. Uh, <laughs> it's pure muscle. <laughs> Could wash my shirt on it. No, I haven't looked at another guy before either because I, oh, Devin's always your first? just, he's my first. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy because I talked to you about this before, mm -hmm. but like I dated someone from the age of 16 to 22. So I dated someone for six years, mm -hmm. never lived with them. Um, no other boyfriend I've ever lived with or even honestly considered living with. Same. But like a few months into dating you, I'm like, oh, I could absolutely live with Trevor and be yeah. completely content. It's just yeah. the person, man, it clicks. Just works. It's just, you just know, or like, this is my person and that's that. Mm -hmm. I think just because I was in San Francisco and San Francisco is pretty expensive, it was more of a, at a point where I convenience. was. Yeah, it was more of a convenience, right? Or just like, and and the Bay Area is is a huge place, so someone could be easily forty five minutes to two hours away. So it was I a didn't think about it. Oh, yeah, yes. it was a lot of just like okay, like we you know we're we're committed, we want to be together, and yeah. so like living together isn't like we didn't see. I, know, 
don't know, just never saw it as like a big thing. It's more just like, hey, this is convenient. This makes sense. Yeah. And then we can, you know, we live together. And if it doesn't work out, then we split. I think about people who are dating in places like San Francisco or, or Los Angeles that are so big and widespread. Like you could live on total opposite ends of the city and it takes like an hour to an hour and a half to get to each other. Yeah. I dated someone in Austin for like two or three months who lived way North Austin at, and I was way South Austin. Mm. And so to get to him took at least 45 minutes, even without traffic. And when we were going through the relationship, I was like, I need to evaluate how much I like this and if it's worth the drive. Because yeah. <laughs> we ended yeah. up breaking up, obviously, because it was just like, didn't work out. But I was like, not that disappointed because I would not have wanted to do that drive all the time. Yeah. It's just annoying. It's interesting now that you mentioned that, like, without things like Tinder or other like mobile devices or whatever mm -hmm. to find people anywhere yeah. like that, it would always be like, the suburbs, right? Or like, I live in Glendale and I go to this coffee shop and so that's where I'll find somebody and maybe they happen to live like five minutes away because of that. Yeah. But now, yeah, you're right. You can find somebody who lives two hours <coughs> away across just through traffic in yeah. the city. And ugh, it's like living, it's like uh, <laughs> dating uh, long distance, but in the same zip code or something. I think yeah. though on a lot of dating apps, you could put like what mile radius you want to find someone in, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Five. Just, a walkable. Uh, two blocks. <laughs> two, blocks. <laughs> two blocks, please. If you're at my apartment complex or at the coffee shop, I go to perfect. That's Within all I ten need. apartments. I have not been on any dating apps ever. Have you? Uh, for a short period of time. Okay. Maybe. When did they? Start? I don't know, but I just never, never have. I've never. Maybe I've been. Kind of around two thousand. I don't know. Ish. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. I also like, never did. I did. Um, uh, that's a lie. Never mind. I did do dating apps. I didn't before. But a short period of time. Yeah, for about Just, yeah nine months to a year. I think I was on dating apps. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Not not good. Because most people are just there to like. Obviously, there's a lot of people who are looking to find love or dating or meeting people. But there's a lot of people there who just want like an ego boost. Yeah. So they want you to swipe right on them and then just yeah. like not talk to you because they mm -hmm. just want the validation of someone like saying yes, that they thought them they, they were attractive. Yeah. It's very strange. Something else that um, they brought up, the whole like being the age thing. I When I think of myself at age 23 to who I am now at age 31, I feel like there's a part of my brain that is now turned on that was not turned on back then. As in, yes, I am a different person, but there's Absolutely. also so much like, bing, just of awareness, wisdom. I guess that comes from experience and just, you know, and I think our generation is a lot better at practicing, you know, communication, mm -hmm. vulnerability, mental health, all of that good stuff that I just, I was just a completely different person at 23. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, legitimately, there's a part of my brain that just was not awake then that is now. <laughs> it's the best way to describe it. You, I mean, I think it's true for anyone. You learn who you are the older you get. Man, Especially like when you get like 20s, early 30s, oh, I yeah. think that's when it really kicks in. A central growing period. Yeah. It's not easy. I think I started dating Jackie when I was like 25, 26, mm -hmm. and she's about two and a half years younger. Yeah. And we had... I mean, girls are more mature. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> girls, are more girls are more mature, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like we, you know, just we went through everyone. a lot of growing pains just because yeah. we were both in that age of just like... Still not fully developed as as, Alfredo, as people. Me too, and Devin. Uh, like yeah. we went like the first year and a half, two years was just like, especially on my part, I was just like, whoo, growing pains, man. Yeah, there, yeah, there's a lot of growing. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of patience, but, but you could weather that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so we what we took from that is just now just smooth sailing because mm -hmm. we've come to realize that there. Are you know, if it's not a big issue, don't worry about it. You know, we aren't afraid of arguments yeah. or anything like that. We over-communicate the hell out of everything. Yeah. You almost have to at a certain extent. And I think that's like going back to living together. You're around each other all the time, especially right now with what's going on with the quarantining right. and mm -hmm. social distancing and about to be shelter in place. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of couples who struggle because while you do live together, you still are able to go out to a coffee shop or go see your friends or go to work every day or school or whatever it is. And now you're forced to be together all the time. <laughs> and so like you almost have to over communicate because yeah. I think like just the other week when this was all like kicking off, I sensed in myself, I was getting like really short with you and like snappy and like I was anxious and stressed and everything kind of like was bubbling up into this really bad version of myself. Well, I think that's fair because 
not not even just the forced proximity because you're always around somebody, but like even with, I mean, and this extends to everybody right now um, in various ways, of course. Um, some people still have to work. They still have to go paycheck to paycheck. Um, but in our particular instance, we're guiding teams through something that has kind of never happened before, at least not in our generation. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we're guiding our teams and people are problem solving and finding new outlets. And it is stressful because it's tough because we're, we're passionate people. We care about what's going on. And so we weather that stress and we tuck it away and then it, and we don't realize it's actually building up. And so I think, yeah, it's kind of fair that, you know, but, but we've talked about like, um, when we get extra stress, like you're usually really good at like, okay, let's compartmentalize it. Let's talk about why I'm stressed or vice versa. Yeah. And so, um, I think it just goes into what I always say on this show, which is just communicating. It's yeah. just like being honest, being open. And if something is bothering you, not, not you, but like somebody at home, like just, could, just mention it. It's, it's okay. No one's going to be like, <laughs> no one's going to like blow up at you. I think just, and if they are, I don't know what that, you know, says about yeah. that person, but I don't know you know, just you say like, Hey, this one thing, it, it just rubs me the wrong way. Just get it right out of the table. Yeah. So that person can be like, Oh, my bad. I'm going to learn from it and grow from it. And we'll go past it as opposed to letting it build up. Yeah. Cause we already have enough stress with all this happening, building up in our minds, you know? And I, I think also it's important to even if you live in a small space, having your own space somewhat, I think is important, whether it's like a corner of a room where you have your own desk set up or like a different room where you have your crafts or hobbies set up there you could go to escape to. Cause mm -hmm. I think like if you are next to each other 24 seven, that could get a little bit like not realizing you need your own space yeah. and it getting to you. Cause and everyone needs their own space. To some extent. Yeah, do you just, for your bone self, yeah. mental health. What do you guys do to get your own space in your I'm proximities? We're lucky that we have a four bedroom duplex that is really wonderful because we have been utilizing every single room in the house during all of this time. There's an office, there's a guest bedroom, there's like a second living room, and then there's downstairs in our master bedroom and all yeah. that. And um, the other night I had just, because I've been having random spouts of anxiety, uh, Devin came home and he was, you know, very happy to see me. And I'm just like, he's like, you okay? And I just couldn't handle, I was just like, I just have to go upstairs because I was just having like, like nothing, just everything in the world. It just got to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then took some CBD, everything was good. And then I came back downstairs and was like, I'm good right now. And then there's been other times where he'll come home and I'm just like bouncing off the wall yeah. because I'm like, okay, I'm ready to play now. Like you haven't interacted with me. Like, yay. Pay attention to me. So man, it's just been like a roller coaster. I had a, I once dated someone long distance and when I would go to visit him, he would still go to work during the day while I was just like hanging out at his place. So whenever he got home, I was like alone and wanting to socialize and interact with him but he was so exhausted from work mm -hmm. that he wanted to like be alone. Yeah. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> why am I here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially like long distance when you travel. Yeah. Um, it's just funny to me. What about you? Uh, Jack and I just always love being in the same room as each other. Yeah. We're just one of those couples that don't like being apart. Um, but it doesn't mean we're always interacting with each other. Mm -hmm. uh, I know, like, especially with like Animal Crossing being out, Jackie wants to play that all day, every day. But again, we absolutely love existing in the same room. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'll pop on a show that I know she wouldn't really care about and sit right next to her while she Animal Crosses away. Yeah, we do mm -hmm. that too a lot where Trevor will be playing, call, he's been playing a lot of Call of Duty. Call mm -hmm. of Duty. <laughs> And like I'll just be on the couch next to him, like watching TikToks yeah. or on yeah. like yeah. social media or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and just like coexisting without yeah. necessarily mm -hmm. having exactly. to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of that. Yeah. Sometimes okay. Devin will like he puzzles. He has so many puzzles, and he he's, would. Yeah. He's just like, hey, hey, I'm gonna puzzle if you want to put on Vampire Diaries, and I'm like, yay! <laughs> like your we moment. We just like coexist with each other. Like, yeah, it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> I watch way too many seasons of Vampire Diaries. Oh, right, oh, you and watch then, it too. Uh, a little bit of the spinoff. Oh, or was it the original? The originals? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my. Should we watch Vampire God, Diaries? I don't know. Are we I mean, it's, 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 it sounds like we're missing. <laughs> it's, like, it's your classic Michael like CW type show. Now is the time to Dude, watch. Dude, Lindsay love Vampire Diaries. Yeah, also. now's the time to watch everything. Yeah, sure. yeah. We should make a list of stuff. We, it's, it's such a, a first world problem. I like, I turn on the TV and I just like glaze over with like 
what did I want to watch? What is there to watch? Is there anything? It's yeah, just countless options. Uh, absolutely. And I'm just like, paralyzed I'm overwhelmed. By right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, say that again? Just... Paralyzed by choice. It's Where it's like, especially when you turn on one of the streaming apps and you're like, you just keep flicking through yeah. and you're like, yeah. I could watch that, but I, like there might be something better, so I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And you just scroll until yeah. you half don't. an hour of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it gets like frustrating sometimes. Oh, for sure. So we should try to have like a game plan going. Yeah, yeah I try to note down shows, but uh, it's just like too much. It's just a lie, so much. All right, well, let's move on to our question uh, submitted by Jeffrey R. Jeffrey wants to know what's your worst habit at home? Oh, oh man. Worst habit at home. I know, mine. You'll have to answer for me. Well, you'll have to answer for me. I'll answer for you. I gotta think about it for a little I bit. I already know what mine is. Oh. I, oh, well, let's see if it's the same. Okay. Oh, oh so, it's like the newlywed yeah, yeah, yeah. show. So, <laughs> maybe, write your, maybe like write it in your phone. Or, well, you, you'll be, be honest. honest. You'll be honest. I'll be okay, honest. Go ahead. Um, what, three. Just hold it. In your oh body. no, I can't. Say, okay, hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me. Well, now I want to know what you're thinking. Of. Well, I gotta think. Okay. I'm not like it's not because nothing comes to mind. Don't touch oh, my I'm face. Oh, my uh, It's all, It's done. It's already <laughs> over. I touch everything constantly. Um, up, yeah. Up, hey, up, at home, if you got an itch. Just ignore it. Uh, <laughs> that's really gonna bother people. Um, yeah, no. See, the problem. Nothing really comes to mind. Like nothing like, nags at me about any, you know, anything. The same with you. Like nothing he does really bothers me at all. I leave my clothes everywhere. Oh, girl. Me. Oh yeah. Girl. You've, you've oh. always apologized for that. Like no, it's fine. I get. I know you'll I get around it to, to it. I try to leave it on my half of the room. Like if I, like I'll try to just pile it up in the corner so it doesn't like slowly take over the entire house. I wish Devin was here because that is that is the his he's a clean person. That is his biggest pet peeve with me. Clothes is clothes, and so he'll like anytime he sees them scattered about, he'll just throw them in a pile. And he's like, "Hey, are you gonna?" And he's so sweet about it and so patient. He's like, "Hey, you gonna do your clothes this weekend?" I'm like, "Yeah, I guess," because I don't see anything wrong with it. I'm just like, I know where my clothes are, but he's just like, "No." Hang your clothes up. Yeah, like it's so bad. I'm the same way. It's because you do the thing where it's like you try on something and then you take it off. Yeah, or like at the end of the day, you'll take off it. your clothes or whatever it is, or your clean laundry. I'll put it to the side. I'm like, I'll hang this later. Yeah. I gave up that battle with Jackie. <laughs> long, oh long god. Time oh my god. Ago. Please convince Devin. I, I mean, to. like I was just like, look, I because I'm a super neat person. I will wash my hands multiple times and even an before this. Yeah. Yeah. Even way before this. Wow. Um, to the point where I developed eczema on my hands because I just <laughs> yeah. washed them so much. I just washed yeah. them so yeah. much. Um, but yeah, I'm a super neat person. I was just raised that way. And so I was just like, I, you know what? I can't, like, Jackie's not a really messy person, but I'm just overly clean. Yeah. So it was a lot of just like, okay, where's the compromise here? Where I just go, okay, we're not gonna jump into bed unless we're shower. We're like only bed clothes in the bed. We're not gonna have shoes in the house. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so when I saw there's clothes everywhere, I was like, okay, that's where I, I'll compromise because I know that like you want to try things on or for packing. Or, and like I don't know if she's like not. me or if Jessica, you're like me, where uh-huh. it's like you'll go in waves where it'll be like really crazy, but then you'll spend an afternoon hanging everything up and cleaning a- everything. Absolutely. Up. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then it'll be good for a little bit, but yes. then. Well, that's oh, why sure. I always go. Clothes. That's why I always go. You know, whatever. Like I soft. Like I'm very neat as well. But like I softened that a the long time ago. That's over funny. Just because, like, Look at these I don't know. Like boys. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like to, you. You mentioned bed clothes in bed, and that made me think of like. There's times where you'll like just hop in bed with your everyday clothes because you're wanting to be comfy, and you'll hop on your phone or or just whatever. Yeah. And, I, and then, like, I've mentioned it a couple times, like, oh, you don't want to get in bed with your, like, their clothes that have been out in the world. I see, that's bringing, something I've never thought about. You're bringing I things in, that. but then you're, <laughs> can't do that. but I then can't. she's like, she's like, oh, it'll be fine. Well, sometimes she'll like, oh, you're right, and get out. And sometimes she'll be like, yeah, it's fine. And I'm like, she's lived her whole life like this, and she's fine. So, like, you know <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. She'll be fine. I and won't so do it after half, the gym, though. I give her that, you know. Yeah. I, but I also know that you're going to clean up. Uh, I think if I had to pick something, it would be... When you're like you're making food or something, you yeah. might leave a frozen meal box out or a wrapper out or something. You'll, like, you'll, you'll leave I, it where it laid. I get then, there eventually. But, <laughs> but those things take longer than like the clothes might. So no, so, so usually I might pick those up. So but Devin like, gets I'll make case of. for that stuff too. And so like what I'll do is like I'll make dinner or whatever, mm-hmm. leave everything, then I'll eat dinner, and then Devin goes into the kitchen and I just know. And I'm like, Devin, I'm gonna I just eat first and then I'm gonna clean it, and he's like, "Well, why can't you just clean while you while you cook?" I'm oh, like, "That's not." I don't, I don't know. I just, 
want to hurry up and clean it. No, it's normal to clean after. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 like dirty pots She's and pans so and plates. Like, I don't know. We, what is uh, with these clean boys? This I is not what I was taught. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think like me and Devin have definitely agreed that it's, this is some revenge that I have towards my mother. I would get grounded for two weeks at a time for not cleaning my room. And when I mean my room not being clean, if my mom came upstairs and there was and just like, like this, just a couple wiped. of socks, like a couple of socks on the floor, maybe like a shirt, mm -hmm. she'd come in, you're grounded for two weeks. I'm like, Jeez. oh, I hated it. I hated it so much. And so now I'm I surprised like that hadn't taught you more strict. She was super strict with us. So then, so no, I went the complete opposite way. Whereas mm -hmm. Devin was raised the same way. His dad, anytime he got in trouble, his dad would make him clean the entire house, wash the windows, uh -huh. everything. And so that carried over with Man, Devin. We have I kids. did not. Yeah. yeah. Make them do that. I don't know. Servants. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely get where you're coming from. My grandma was the one who raised me, and I'd shower in the morning, shower after I got home. Every time I had toys, they had to go back in a specific spot. My sister had dolls, and they went, like, behind, like, a plastic case and everything, and that, wow. like, really dug into the way I carried myself. Like, I had... I remember always having this like bag of like 20, 30 Hot Wheel cars and the way I'd play with them is line them up really neatly, then move one, then move the other one behind it. Oh and I was God. very like neat and meticulous with everything I did because of the way I was raised. Yeah. yeah. And So what do you think your worst habit is then, if you have one? Um, My worst habit, Jackie which say? I never used to have, um, is just after a meal, I'll just kind of have like the plate out on um, cause like we'll, we'll eat pretty late. Yeah. So we eat like eight or nine o'clock and then I'll, after like a long day, I'm just like, I just don't want to deal with the dishes or the box from takeout. So I'll just have it on the counter and go, I will get to that when I get Does it there. bother you as you're going to sleep? You're just like thinking about that plate on the counter and you're just like, it, it used to, <laughs> like I used to not be able to, um, do any, leave any of that stuff out, but I just get so tired with everything I'm doing throughout the day. I'm mm -hmm. just like, you yeah. know what? No, I'll get to that when it gets mm -hmm. there. Jackie hates that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I think we both do that to some extent. Like if we eat dinner, we'll usually clean yeah. it up the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's we're just both so mutually exhausted that we're just like, tomorrow, we'll get that. I don't <laughs> yeah. think you have any like bad habits at home that I could think of. Uh -huh. The only thing that I could think of is stuff that we don't do the same. Uh -huh. So... I like leaving the toilet seat open, like that cover. I like leaving it open yeah. just so I could come in and yeah. go to the bathroom. Yeah. Sometimes you close it. I, I've always closed it my whole life. Which is just like we, a habit. We talked about it. But then like that's one of those things where I'm just like, whatever. And, like hey, I just like, it's not worth keeping the toilet seat up. I, I think oh, yeah. I'd rather. He, he never keeps that's, it up. That's great. But just like, yeah, there's the seat and then there's the lid. So yeah. we'll just like leave the lid up. And like, I think maybe downstairs I like to close it just because if guests come by, I, I think it just looks like cleaner or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I was like, I'm happy to lose that one. Like, if it were to be a win-lose anything, because, like, yeah. it doesn't matter in the end of the day. So, like, whatever. Do you guys uh, still close the door when you guys use the restroom? Yeah. If we're... Crack the door. <laughs> ODDP, you got an open door <laughs> policy in the house. You know, if you're feeling comfortable, come on by. Pooping, definitely door closed. Definitely. I'll sometimes pee with the door cracked. Yeah. Like, sure. I'll just close it a little bit, because it's like, I'll be fast, whatever. But like, he'll still try to talk to me every time I'm in the bathroom. Oh, like when I'm my pooping, God. he's like, "Yes, you eat it." Like, did you do it? Oh my God! God. No, absolutely. I, I'll take a little Frank. You know, the little. We have that. Li this little yes, I know exactly who Frank is. I'll slide is. him under the door. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll just see the go. little legs under there, <laughs> or he'll try to stick his fingers under the door. Oh, so. no. <laughs> I'll be like those TikToks where there's like uh, those kids, like babies, yeah. are at the door with their yeah. parent. Yeah, um, yeah, and I'm just on the other side going, don't listen! Don't listen! <laughs> don't listen. Yeah, it's the worst! It's about to plop! <laughs> Jackie and I have it wide open. And for everything? For poop too? Yeah, for everything. But I mean, it's I just guess like, five years. It's just simply because but like... we don't even do that yet. Uh, it's, it's because yeah, like, one, I was, I was raised in the Filipino households, and so it's just one of those things where just like, it's big families, everyone's aunts and uncles, and she was never like this, but like, you know, she would be using the restroom, and I'd go in and get something. She'd be like, stop. I'm like, I don't, you poop in your being? I don't care. Yeah. And now it's evolved to this point where, like, it'll just be open because she's just like, whatever, he doesn't care. And then I'll just, like, peek in and be like, is that the most beautiful woman in the well, world? Well, she's just on the toilet. I'm like, oh, my God, you're stunning even on the oh. toilet. She's like, I got mud back in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop it. <laughs> but, like, I'll just... 
Yeah, I'll just tell her something that I think about her. There's this, there's the this, there's yeah. this thing that that's cute. Just, I, it's been happening over the past few months now, where if Devin's doing something, he's like cooking in the kitchen, or he's like puzzling, or he's he's occupied doing something. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna leave the door open. Yeah. Somehow he has like my pee radar, and so he knows that I'm <laughs> peeing. So he'll come in and be, "Oh, oh, sorry, I didn't know you're peeing." I'm like, "Devin, why does this happen every time? You just like know that I'm peeing." And he's like, "Well, it could be as simple as you closing the door." And I'm like, "You close it." And then he's like, "No, you close it because you're the one peeing." And then we're just like yelling at each other, but all of this while you're joking. still on the toilet. Yeah, while well, I'm on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I feel comfortable enough to poop. I'm a big fan of poop. I think it's natural. Everyone should talk about it. Um, we close the doors merely because I'm like, how does that, does it affect like sexy? Like you making sure you're seeing the other person as like, I don't think poop, it, but I also think your asshole sexy. I don't like, think what anything is that? could affect that for us. Like, but at least not for me. Like, I'll push the boundaries. I'll, we'll find it. I'll see you poop <laughs> and still be attracted to you. I, I'll be frank. But I think it's more of just like, I don't know, that's, it's personal time. Yeah. That's like, I like my, my space while I poop. Yeah. Although we do have a poop closet, so it helps. Yeah. Okay. It's just yeah. like the toilet in a room by yep. itself. So. Yep. Yeah. You can still be in the bathroom, but be pooping with the other person in there. Yeah. Which helps. Wait, is that really called, that's called poop closet? Or is that what that's you call it? That's what I call it. Yeah. You, call you can it? call it. Toilet no, closet or whatever. It sounds right. You said it and I instantly so knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I've always called them, just because that's like, a closet where you poop. Absolutely. I've, I've never okay. had one of those until like now. Yeah. I feel, yeah, I don't know, that, is that like a newer thing? I like, think it's a lot, no place common I've lived in modern houses. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Modern houses and apartments and stuff like that. I yeah. tend to have I'm like, I need space. I don't want to feel like sometimes contained yeah. while I poop. Yeah, we have like the yeah. a guest bathroom where like everyone that visits can go. And then the downstairs have, one? Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, then yeah. there's one like attached to the bedroom. Yes. So like I will, Sometimes go to the other one just because it's like, yeah, the, the space, and I yeah. don't need to go to this one. Yeah. Like, why can't I just, I can flail my legs, and, yeah. you know? But but uh, our poop closet does have a bidet now. Yeah. Dude. Oh, damn. Nice. Bidet stocks are rising. They're hot. Honestly, like, the bidet features are cool and all. I think my favorite feature of that thing is that it's a heated toilet seat. Mm -hmm. So oh, you wake nice. up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom, and it's just like, ah. Yeah. Can't and wait. I look at it when I go. I wake up in the middle of the night and go, that's heated down there. Oh. And then I oh, pee. Wow. Right. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but it is nice. It's 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 like it's so it's so nice to not have to sit down on an ice cold little ring. Yeah. You guys did a video with an ice cold. We just ring. did. Yes. Yeah, we put out an RT Life the other week where um we were talking about the bathrooms in our office being so cold whenever just the, the bathrooms. AC's on. Just the bathrooms. It's and insane. I don't know if it's because they're like the air vents are stronger in there, but Mariel did a thing where she did a temperature gauge on the toilet seat, and then we all went in and tried to guess what the temperature was. Mm -hmm. It was, I think, 53 degrees, Holy the, the toilet seat. Yeah. Which, Jeez. some people in the comment were like, 53 degrees isn't cold. It's cold for a toilet seat. Yeah, yeah absolutely. When you go into like, that I walked room, outside and it's 53 and it's fine. Like, yeah. it's totally well, different. That, that's chilly. Yeah, exactly. look at the temperature of the inside of your house. Is it is it less than 65? Probably not. Probably not. Definitely no. not. Yeah. Uh, but when if you, it is, you're a monster. When you scoot up in there, you got your pants pulled high, you got some warm cheeks flopping in. When you sit down on 53 degrees, it's going to yeah. make a difference, you know? With those warm flopping cheeks. Yeah. Visual you get. Well, I'm always appreciative. <laughs> I like to paint a picture. Yeah. A heinous picture, but I'll paint it. <laughs> An anus picture. Oh. Ah, there we Sweet. go. What about you, Jessica? Worst habit? Um, my you clothes. The clothes? Oh, yeah, for sure it's my clothes. I'm trying to think of what Devin's is. He, because he's super clean and I hate him for that, like there are times where he'll, if he does leave something out, I'll be like, um, excuse me, Devin, um, you left your plate on the counter. It's really taking a toll on me. How does it feel? <laughs> I just can't no. handle it. <laughs> no. Um, but he's only, he's had like two talks with me since we moved in together about my clothes. He's like, hey, so like, you know, I really wish you could just hang your clothes up. And I'm like, ah. I feel like you're as long right. as it's contained. It, yeah. Extent, like, that's no, it is, it is contained. And then I'll have random spouts where I just like clean everything. I'll do all my laundry and then I'll hang everything up. Yeah. And he's so happy. Um, he's giving you that positive reinforcement. Yeah. You're like, do this more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I really don't know what his is. I will say that sometimes me and Devin sleep separately. I'll go into the guest room and he'll sleep downstairs because he snores and it's mm. awful. And sometimes, and I do wear earplugs, the wax earplugs. But um, if I wake up in the middle of the night 
to go to the bathroom or something and then go back to sleep. I have to go to sleep first before he starts snoring in order for me to like sleep through the night. Mm. If he starts snoring and then I try to go to sleep, I can't because it's already, so sometimes I'm just like, especially if we have early morning shoots or something, I have to go sleep upstairs. Does it affect his like ability to get a restful night's sleep? Is it like sleep apnea kind of sleep? Or is it just normal snoring? It's just normal snoring. He doesn't like wake up gasping for breath. He sleeps just fine. Has he tried one of those like little (laughs) like like a baby (laughs) nose strips or something? Yeah, and they do help a little bit. Okay. Um, But yeah, so that's that's it just like kills me and sometimes when I'm like, oh, we want to take like a peaceful afternoon nap I'm like, oh, it's raining. It's so peaceful. The, oh, that's another thing that kills me if it's raining outside And I just want to like fall asleep with the the rain and uh-huh. he's next to me I just I have to put earplugs in because he's snoring so I don't get the benefit of hearing the rain Oh, oh no <laughs> Wait, what if you get earplugs like airpods or something and so it pumps the bluetooth sounds in that would be be great. Of can like you, rain. Can you find me something like that? There are yeah. some We had a sponsor not too long ago. That, that like fit like that. more inside the ear. Okay. They don't hang out as much. Yeah. I mean, depending on, I sleep on my side, so it's hard for me to sleep with anything in my ears. Yeah. I don't know about you. I sleep on your back. Back or? and side. Okay. Yeah. You might be okay with it then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to uh, get out of this scot-free. Um, I think my biggest. Yes. Talk, um, talk about all. Well, I tend to be lazy. I tend to be lazy because I'm like, I have to be the opposite at work. Dude. And so I yeah. flex my laziness hard when I'm at home. Same here. Especially when you're out of town. <laughs> I th- like nothing about you coming in says you need to do these things. It's just you being there like, and you being productive encourages me to be productive, encourages you back, back and forth. And so like- we make each other better people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I hope so. Um, and so like I will put off chores and my laundry will stack oh. until I get anxious about it and I go, oh, it's there and, and, and it's, it cycles yeah. the anxiety, you know what I yeah. mean? Or like, or I won't clean or whatever and I'll just blow the whole day away playing Warzone or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which like sometimes, yes, you need that. Sometimes I have to recognize like, no, I need this because like I've done nothing but stress you know, this whole week or yeah. whatever. Sometimes you need to give yourself a break and you can't stress about breaking. But like, yeah, I would I would say it's like laziness. You can look at how my desk is and it was covered in paperwork that is like taxes and other things like that that I just like put off yeah. because that's only affecting me. But um, That's interesting you say that because Devin has told me the same thing. He's like, how are you so like put together and you conquer everything at work but when you come home, I, tur- I feel like I turn into like, yeah, an infant where mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay. It's because you've exhausted so much crack. energy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you kind of need to rebound. Yeah. To help, you know, balance it all out. Mm-hmm. I think I developed a lot of really bad habits because I've lived alone basically my entire adult life. I mm-hmm. moved out for college at 18 and mm-hmm. then we moved in together a year ago. Mm-hmm. So for like 10 years, I lived by myself. So there's a couple habits that I have since gotten rid of since living with you just because I became more aware of it. Like I used to, when I would get something out of a cabinet, I would open it, grab it, and leave the cabinet open. Mm-hmm. You sometimes do. I sometimes do that it's like, to an extent. You just leave it open? <laughs> I, my fear is, <laughs> Not all day. It's my like, fear is I'm gonna like was pushed to get it closed. I'll grab something and like leave. Gentle, like, uh, I don't do it anymore. A little close. I definitely don't do it anymore. Oh my God. And sometimes I would leave <laughs> lights on. No, you still do that. I still do that. Every now and then, yeah. not as bad as it used to be when I lived alone. Yeah. Okay. Um, sometimes I leave it on because I get scared. No, me. Sometimes if I lived alone, <laughs> I left lights on too because I was a woman li- living me. alone. Yeah. So that was my excuse for that. Well, my thing is like I live alone. Nobody cares what I do except me. So if this doesn't bother me, like whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I used to just like I wasn't messy or dirty or anything, mm-hmm. but I was just like a little more lazy when it came to like cleaning things up think, right away. I think it makes sense because when you're by yourself or with a partner that do, just like doesn't mind it, like that's streamlined. The toilet seat's up, like, or the lid's up rather. You can just sit down and go do your business and off you go. Yeah. The cabinet's open, I can grab the thing and go. Like, if I don't mind and the person I'm with or if I'm by myself doesn't mind, then why not? Like, so yeah. that's why like, I notice some of those things, but like, it never bothers me because like, it's either, oops, I forgot, or, <laughs> mm. or like, whatever, I don't know. The only thing I worry about is leaving the cabinets open is if I go to get something in the lower cabinets yeah. and stand up and crack my head. That's the only thing I think I, I have also, worried about. The, the, another thing I don't do anymore, which made me think about this, is when I was looking for something in the fridge, I would just like open the fridge and like leave it open as I was like looking for stuff. Uh-huh. 
And I, yeah, I've talked. I've said something. You're about that. you're the opposite. Where you like, you know what you want to get. You open the fridge. You take it and close the door right away. Yeah, right? I was trained not to like look at that very long. <laughs> oh, I do the same thing. Yeah, I just like open them. Because my dad would be like, "Are you getting anything out of there? If not, close it." <laughs> yeah. And I don't say that, but I do recognize now as an engineer, like, oh yeah, all that cold air just fell right out. Yeah. And like when you close it, it has to spend all this energy to build it back up. And yeah, there's something to be said about like greenhouse gas emissions or like being green, but also like I'm more concerned about food spoiling yeah. and like being mm. wasteful that way. And then in my mind, I'm like, it won't spoil in a minute and a half. I have this open, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> so but times, how many times it's open. If you go to the grocery store and get stuff, Jackie's like, we need to get home ASAP. Everything will spoil by the time we get home. Everything <laughs> will be melted. <laughs> I'm just like, we are okay. We can stop go get gas fine. or something. Yeah. Like, I know. It's all going to go bad immediately. The milk just has like, a watch that it's looking at, like, you guys got 30 more minutes, better hurry up. I used to ask my dad, I was the same when I was a kid, I was like, Dad, how are we gonna get all this home? We got milk, we got ice cream, like, how are we gonna get that home without it spoiling? This is crazy. I would be like, I'd be in my seat, like, anxious, I'm like, Dad, yeah. we gotta get it home. He's like, it's, it'll be fine. And so, like, from brute force, like, having to yeah. forcibly slow down on things like that, yeah. like, I was like, okay, I've learned, it's yeah. fine, but I, I get it, man. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like you've made me a more responsible, conscious person. I because think it I was goes back and forth. I think I was just a little selfish when I lived alone, where I'm just like, fuck it, it's my space, I can do whatever I want. It is your like, space, a cool yeah. Cabinets open all over the place. Yeah. Well, this is my first time living with anybody, so <laughs> just like conking my head on everything with the lights on and the fridge open. Hey, I'm just like a crazy person now. Going crazy. Cabinets I love the high and low, flung open. <laughs> I love wild. that that got you. You're just like, you leave the cabinet door just... open? Oh, God. It is yeah. definitely where you could be like, <laughs> You're like so taken it's closed back. now. Yeah. You know, you just go, and there it is. It's yeah. done. Yeah. I mean, to I totally get behind it. It's just like, yeah, grab it, and then just yeah. go. I was just like. <laughs> yeah. I'll maybe do it like once in a blue moon still if I just like I'm grabbing something to use for cooking and I like forget to close oh, it right cooking, away. Oh, cooking, I totally get That's that. That's really cute. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, think, I think I've improved. I think it's, yeah, it's fine, it's whatever. All right, we're gonna wrap the show up with a little game called Do You Remember? Oh, do you it's remember? another little kind of like card game I got um, from the store. So it's just basic questions and you could talk about um, what you remember. Or not. These little games are going to be perfect for folks that are um, stuck at home. It's true. Oh, yeah. yeah, feel free to, um, if you're watching this, pause and then ask whoever you're with these questions. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> do you remember if you had a weekly allowance? How much was it and what did you spend it on? I do remember that I did have a weekly allowance and I remember this because whenever I would get my allowance of $20 a week, my dad would then take money away from it and say, tax that's you? taxes. Oh. Yes. What's the point oh, of giving uh, $20 then? Yeah. He's just trying to teach me about the world. What was his tax rate? Um, I don't remember how much he took out, but I just remember him taking, he never gave me a full $20 bill. Mm. So, he was, so he could show me like, I'm taking this much away from you because of taxes. Did yeah, I hated like, him for that. taxes at the end of the year? No. Oh. <laughs> um, did you vote him out next next term? I just, I, I was just, mom in. I just yeah. didn't, at, at that young of an so age, you don't understand taxes. So I, right. I, I was, I did not get it. Mm. Um, and what then when I got my first on? job, I don't know what I would spend it on. Probably just like dumb shit. Candy. Kind of, yeah. Candy. Whatever. He wouldn't say that it would go towards like, you know, he'd explain your, your it to me, but, but at that age, you know, I don't understand okay. any of that. Yeah. I was like, I don't, you know, again. So it was a well-intended lesson. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not and just then like, I got my I'm first job. When I got my <laughs> first job, I was like, okay, I've had to fill up oh, my first W-2 or whatever. I was yeah. like, okay, I yeah. get all this now. I remember my first yeah. actual paycheck and being like, yeah. I remember calculating <laughs> it. I was like, I work this many hours, and this is my rate, and I go, wait, how much is I gone? Know. Yeah. 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 Oof. It was a big wake up call. A rude awakening. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? Allowance? Uh, my allowance was in the form of like video games. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where they were just like, okay, every two weeks they're like, all right, let's go to Toys R Us, pick up whatever slip you want, and then go get your game. And because that's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so everything else was, that's all I really cared about. Or every once in a while they'll give me money for like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards or something like that. Yeah. But, nice. So my allowance is always in the form of like, okay, sure, you could buy something. Yeah, it wasn't like a physical stipend. No, it wasn't, or it was, like I never had money in my hand. It yeah. was always just like, okay, you can get this. Fair enough. I um I didn't really have a, an allowance. 
I would do chores. Well, when I was old enough, I would like mow the lawn and then mm. dad would pay for like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was only because like my cousin mowed the lawn once and I was like, you gave him $20 when he mowed the lawn. Do I get that? Cause like <laughs> the concept of money was now in my head. Yeah. Like at like oh 10 or 11, I started to, you know, actually do chores or whatever. And let's see, I, I remember, God, I don't remember when the GameCube came out, but that was my first lesson in money and saving. Um, I would do whatever I could to earn like some sort of, okay, you did a chore, we'll give you 10 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was saving and counting literally every penny I, I had owned from all of time in my little piggy bank. And I was like writing it down in my Darth Maul journal. <laughs> and I'm like noting it all down and how much left to go. And cause I was saving up for a GameCube cause I, cause I wanted that. And, uh, because my parents weren't, well, just because you want it doesn't mean it just shows up. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate them for that Wait, lesson. What? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, yeah, that was pretty much how, how it went for me. I, when I was a teenager, up until I got my first job, I got $20 a week, mm-hmm. just like you. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't for the life of me think what I spent it on or what I did with that money. But it was probably from the age of like 12 to 14 is when I had that. But I think me and my brothers got like, seven dollars a week when we were kids or something like that Mm -hmm. something that i'm sure we just spent on movies or candy or who knows what else you're like i have 10 bucks so i have 10 bucks to spend well it it was great because on my way home from school there was a convenience store and i would walk with a lot of my friends there and i'd be like all right who wants chocolate (laughs) you're like the big gambino like (laughs) yeah Mama, Mama Barbara, Barbara. Got, you, got you covered, baby. I was everyone's friend. That's how I learned how to make friends the wrong way is paying for people's stuff. Oh, I man. guess, yeah. I did that a lot growing up. You're, well, you're a very to, generous soul. You're, well, you're just, very giving. I just felt like I, if I want to enjoy this and like I had a job, so I saved up money. And if I wanted to do stuff with my friends, whether it was like go see a movie or go shopping, and yeah. they're like, well... If they didn't have a job, they're like, I have no money, I can't join. And I was like, I'll buy your movie tickets. Like, yeah. yeah. Just come with me. I'm the same way. It's like, I'd rather enjoy the experience with you, so I will pay for this mm-hmm. yeah. for you because it like makes also me happy. So it's also I'm being selfish. Just make sure people don't <laughs> take advantage of you. That's Because that could happen. Too. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of money, do you remember what first big purchase you made with your own money? And the, how much did it cost? But you don't have to say that. GameCube. It was the same GameCube. story yeah, for me. Uh, it was a TV, like a full-blown home theater setup. Nice. Yeah. But with me and my tech, I'm the kind of person that researches everything. So I had the money for it, mm-hmm. but I did research for six months. Oh, and wow. Tim and I have this thing where we go to Best Buy and just kind of walk and talk. So we looked at it for six months and then eventually pulled the trigger on it. But it was a giant 65-inch TV. Oh, wow. Nice, dude. Yeah. I, I got to say... We've talked about this before, but I am super with you on like researching to death because like that's imagine so I'm just opposite on. Yeah, that's true. But like <laughs> I'm so impulsive. I'm like, I need a TV. This one. Looks but I appreciate good. that. <laughs> I think I think it balances out because <laughs> yeah, like balance because like imagine I'll just make up a, a value of a TV, but like a thousand dollars TV, like you, you had to work to earn like with your lifespan mm-hmm. and your hard earned like your effort yeah. mm-hmm. to pull up a thousand dollars and do you want to throw it onto something that ends up being not your ideal image of what that thousand dollars could have been yep mm-hmm. or do you want to like find the tv that hits your needs like that's the refresh rate i want that's the like exactly. the color depth i want and like i want to know it's the best for the price that i'm spending mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i i will spend like a little extra time to do the same thing and then what sucks is like if it's in the winter months, oh my goodness. when the next just generation like, well, comes out. three more months, the next gen will <laughs> yep. come out. And I'm yeah. just like, yeah. then the cycle continues. And that's how oh, I end up I waiting like three months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're opposites in that way. We're just like, I am so impulsive when it comes to like, oh, I saw this thing and it looks cool. I want to get it. So I'm going to get it. It's a perfect or, thing to be opposites on, I think. Or like, oh, yeah. I, we need a new blank. Oh, this one looks okay. Let's yeah. get that. And yeah. like, he'll be like, well, like, let's research balance it. Balance is key, man. But it is a good balance because think like not spending too much time versus Mm -hmm, like if mm -hmm. you need something now I don't know I think mine was um I was on T-Mobile for the longest time like in high school and all that and then when the iPhone came out obviously T-Mobile I think was one of the last carriers to get the iPhone yeah Yeah, it was and I told my dad I was like dad can because we were on a family plan um I was like dad can we switch over to AT&T so I can get the uh iPhone and he's like no he's like if you want to though you, you can I'm like 
okay. So then I, I did it all by myself, went to AT&T so I could get the freaking iPhone because I had a jailbroken T-Mobile iPhone for the longest time and mm -hmm. it was just awful. Um, and so I paid for the phone and I got the plan all by myself. So that was probably a big thing for me because it was like, oh, I'm doing this all on my own. And it's a pretty big purchase. Yeah. No family plan for me. I'm just alone now. Those, so <laughs> yeah. Purchases like that or even that TV or even like when I had the GameCube at God knows whatever age that was. Um, it's so weird and so liberating. It like mm -hmm. breaks all the preconceived notions of childhood. Like all the chains fall off and you realize just yeah. how free mm -hmm. you can actually be with like life. Yeah, you can yeah. go off and make money in any sort of way or and yeah. you can spend it however you want. Yeah. Obviously you can and you're it, to control. your detriment or to your betterment, yeah. but like yeah. it's just wild. But it was just like, I, this is my money. I yeah. have this money and I, it's yeah. my choice. To, I remember when I got my on. first debit card. Oh. And I was like, this is tied into my bank account yep. with the money that I've made at yep. my job. And I remember like swiping it for the first time and I'm just like, Oh, so cool. It's, it's, like, it's my money power. I'm spending. You're like, uh-oh, that's addictive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. For the, All for I the do is that? For the longest time, I was just like, if I don't have money, I'm not going to buy it. Mm -hmm. Like, if I don't have the money for it, yep, it's not. I'm not going to own it. But then I was like, oh, credit. I need to Ooh, build that up. Yeah. So I, can't, I was like, what? I can't just like live that way. And so, yeah, I learned very quickly that I yeah. have to build that. Yeah. I still treat yeah. my credit card like a debit card. I still yeah. do that. I won't buy anything that I can't afford because like one, I get way too stressed out about it. And I know mathematically, I'm like, I don't want to pay more than what mm -hmm. it actually is worth because of interest. So I still yeah. use my credit card to build up my score. Yeah. I didn't get a credit card until I moved here, actually. Yeah. Me too. And then, I got a late credit card too. I couldn't yeah. get one for a couple of years after I moved here because... Oh, right. I had zero credit because I was a Canadian citizen. Mm. So most credit cards won't give you a card if you don't have any credit. Mm -hmm. So I had to build it up for like two or three years before anything would approve me. Yeah. Which was well, real fun. You can you can find like entry level cards that have like low tier benefits. I would say yeah. this is not an, like it, a finance show, but if you're looking <laughs> for a, if you're at like if you're in your early twenties, I would say find a credit card yeah. that has zero annual fees. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what the rewards are. Zero zero annual fees. Just It'll take you probably for if you have no credit score and never close it because it will be your longest, oldest credit mm -hmm. uh, line of credit and mm -hmm. you don't have to use it a whole bunch. Start mm -hmm. building that credit. It's important. I think the thing that the first thing I bought with my own money that's like a big purchase would probably be the furniture when I moved to Austin mm. because my parents helped me with a, a couple things when I went off to college, like helping me buy furniture. They helped me with my rent, even though like I was paying part of it too, but they wanted to help me get off the ground essentially. Yeah. Um, but when I moved to Austin and I was buying like all the furniture for my apartment, I was just like, oh man, these are, furniture is expensive. Oh, yeah. This oh, couch yes. is a couple hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. This is this amount. It's just like, whew. was it, was it like big girl furniture or was it like? It was like in between. Okay. Cause you know, there's like, like Ikea, Ikea furniture. Like Ikea. Yeah. Big girl furniture is like, it's like, <laughs> no, like comfy it's, couch style. People like, know like what the difference between like, oh, this is apartment. <laughs> college type furniture yeah. that you would like yep. not spend too much money on more yeah. temporary yeah. versus like stuff where if you buy a house or like a bigger place and you're like okay like let me get stuff that's gonna last me yep for years yeah not just temporary mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right we'll do one last one let's do it do you remember your first job mm -hmm. yeah yes so in the end i think i i think <laughs> we <laughs> talked about this a long time ago but um my very first job was it through the co-op program through my high school and I worked at NASA mm -hmm. and it wasn't like a like anything cool you know it's just like working I forget even the branch that I worked in I was doing like inventory for um I think they told me it was moon rocks and maybe they were just telling that to me because I was an intern at the time and they were just like oh this is really fun I couldn't see inside the bag yeah it was completely you know black I couldn't see it and I was just like numbers input into the system and all that and I would do that Four days a week as part of like my schooling and whatnot, made eleven fifty an hour. Wow. Um, but it was really cool because that legitimately was my first job. And then once that happened, because uh, again, that was high school, then I was like a hostess at a restaurant <laughs> <laughs> right after that. So I was like, oh, okay. A lot of food industry stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, growing up. up. Yeah. Um, my first job was in my aunt's dental office. Oh, really? I knew that I wanted to become, you know. Uh, a general dentist that specialized in ortho and endo. And so while shadowing to go to school, she was just like, hey, you can build up hours here and I'll pay you during your, you know, your weekend hours. And wow. so I was there helping like sterilize equipment 
and then eventually built my way up to where I got to actually like assist in like root canals and whatnot. Oh my god! And it was so interesting. Yeah. Wow. I didn't so know like that. yeah, drill down and see. Like, I want to be the one that broke breaks like, the teeth. All the nerves. <laughs> I want to take just, them out. It was so yeah. interesting just to see because like I don't know. So I get like satisfaction out of like oh this is like not supposed to be a part of your body or it's hurting you and like getting it out. Yeah. So like drilling down to the nerves and seeing like the inflamed nerve cool. and then like. Pulling you were always and, destined whoa. for precision, I feel like. Whether whether it was <laughs> FPS and gaming, which is funny, you know, but like and or, or dentistry. And everything. I like yeah. working with my hands. I yeah. like I like I I believe that I have steady hands and mm -hmm. so and it's just always worked for me. What made you change? Uh trajectory. Well, I No, you're not told, in dentistry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Um I, I told my family, I was just like, hey, I I'm gonna take a semester off and try this internship at a company called IGN. It's you know, yeah. video game news, and they're like, no. And I was like, I'm gonna do it anyways. Yes. Yeah. And then it became my whole career, and it took them a very long time for them to realize that oh, like he's you know, actually gets mm. a salary yeah. and benefits, mm -hmm. and this yeah. is a career. So mm -hmm. it's it's hard to uh, like fathom because it's like it's new. This industry is still mm -hmm. hyper new, and I can yeah. imagine like my dad was pretty uncomfortable with the idea of it mm -hmm. as well. Um, and he's Same. since like he understands it now, and he's like, but yeah, I, yeah, I can definitely see that. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, my first job was working at an ice cream place. Um, it's as simple as that. How old were you? Like sixteen? Oh, I must have been a junior or senior in. I think it was between the years of junior and senior in high school, mm -hmm. um, because. I worked there for the summer on and off through the year. And then when I was going to college, they were like, you're gonna come back, right? And like be able to alleviate shifts and stuff. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And when I went to college, I was like, I'm not going back. Did it work? Like, cause it was also like, yeah. I, I was living up at Purdue and it was like an hour and a half drive to get there. And I was like, oh, when God. I visit home, I'm not going back home to work. Let's work at the ice cream. Yeah. I wanna see my family. And then I'll go back to like the laborious effort of schoolwork. But yeah, so that, I had that for like less than a year, but. I bet you look so people. cute working at the ice cream parlor. <laughs> um, I, for my first job, applied at a movie theater, thinking that I would sell tickets, be doing concessions, cleaning theaters, like whatever it is. But this particular movie theater, and I know I've talked about this on podcasts before, so I know you guys have heard this before. Um, they have different restaurants in this theater, like Burger King, KFC, Baskin Robbins, all these different places. And... You apply at, basically at the movie theater and then they place you wherever they want, wherever mm -hmm. they need people. So they're like, called me up, they're like, hey, just want to let you know, like, we're um, pleased to offer you a position at the Cineplex. Like, really excited to have you come aboard. Um, we're going to put you in the Burger King. I, I love this. <laughs> I just love this story. And I'm like, oh, uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to work in fast food, I would have applied uh, yeah. fast food. Um, that's great. <laughs> and I was like really unhappy for my first couple weeks working there. But then I also should mention it was a one or two person operated Burger King. Again, I still can't wrap my brain around that. Wow. I have pictures. And I don't think I have video, but I have photos of this place. Gosh. It was small. It didn't have the full Burger King menu, but okay. pretty much everything. It had all the chicken, fries, burgers, like everything like that, that you would see. But it was like a slightly condensed menu. And what you would do is, if you were working alone, you'd be at the cash register, take someone's order, fill their drink up, give them the drink, go back, wash your hands, and sanitize. Had to do this like a thousand times a day. Put the fries in to start frying. Go around, make the food. Put it on top of that little slidey tray out front, come around, <laughs> bag the fries, put the thing in the bag, hand it to them, take the I next just customer. love the visual of like, I, here you go, me, and it slides yep. down, and then you run around and you go, thanks. That and was what it did, because it was like a warmer. And then if it was busy, you would take a couple orders, do yeah. all the drinks, and then go make all the food. Little babish. So cute. It's so cute. I worked there for three years. Oh. Before I got my next job, and wow. you got little scars on your mains. I do, yeah. Wait, what? Really? From I, from the fryer, yeah. So there was this one thing where um, it cooked the chicken sandwiches, the like long. If you guys have eaten at Burger King yep. before, it's like a oval kind of sandwich. I you'd put it in and like cover it with this little cage, and then you would take it out by the handle when it was done. And it was I think like my first week or second week working there. And I was trying to get it open, so you're supposed to use these tongs to open it. And I was using the tongs, but it slipped off the counter. 
and like my hand kind of like got in between it and it Ooh. like Ugh. landed right on the skin, the like hot metal that was just in the deep fryer for oh, three I punish. minutes. I punish Burger King. Oh. Punish the king. <laughs> You're putting a <laughs> curse on them. I punish you. Yeah. And just like grease flying everywhere from places. Like I have a couple little speckle scars all over my hands from it. But yeah. uh, it definitely made me grow up really fast because part of working there too, you had to open and close the store by yourself. Yeah. So it'd be like prepping all the food or washing everything and cleaning everything at the end of the day. And so it taught me a lot about like how to do that. Yeah. Which is... Kind they of. must in have been very lucky for to these have. times that we're in now. How to wash your hands yeah. and clean. Yeah. See, it was all—it's all for a reason. Prepping for this. COVID. Yeah, I can't, for this I can't imagine a whole lot of <laughs> kids just looking for some part-time work to get some spending money, caring enough to do the full rigmarole of a one-person operation. Operating an entire restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I'm saying, like, the fact that they had you for three years—that they should feel lucky. I became the Burger Queen. Dude, all right. <laughs> I still remember how to make a whopper. A crown <laughs> People who were working She's there like, would come on their breaks. To the queen. <laughs> People would come to Order. that Burger King during their breaks to come get me to make them a whopper because they said I made the best ones. Oh my god! Probably oh. because they were the only hygienic ones. <laughs> Sorry, the king. <laughs> oh. Well, guys, That's thank great. you for joining me today. Yeah. We still yeah. got the post show to do, so if you're not a first member, please sign up to support us and to watch more of these lovely people for uh, on some more Always Open. And um, as a reminder, next week and the following episodes are going to look a little different as we're transitioning to work from home. So um, your feedback is very much appreciated on how we do that, how things can move forward. We always want to make it look as best we can and to make it work as best we can. So. Um, we appreciate you guys sticking with us as we transition to this very different period of time in our life. Mm -hmm. um, but thank you guys for joining me. Thank Thanks you. And we'll see you guys next week from home. Cheers. <laughs>